0: You're listening to the Cup of Joe Morning Show podcast hosted by Joe Hunter on the Sound of Life at soundoflife.org. So you have to be impressed about how Israeli women have taken charge, especially in security, military. The news got out about a 25-year-old woman who led a group of fellow residents in defending her kibbutz. The gathering cluster is literally what a kibbutz means. It's a communal communal settlement in Israel, traditionally built around farming. That was Inmar Lieberman is her name. She's the security coordinator of Kibbutz Near M. She jumped into action Saturday after she heard explosions when Hamas launched its attack on Israel. This community has a 12 member security team, the community. 12-member security team. That's the way life is different there in Israel. And she set them up in strategic positions to ambush the invading terrorists. They defended, as did other kibbutzism in the area, whatever it is, in the area. They were infiltrated by terrorists, of course. We've heard about all that. They were brutally murdered hundreds of Israelis. Well, they were told to be on standby. Just be on standby. But Inmar... Made a decision not to wait and be jumped operationally. In fact, they did it uh, early prevention and it prevented dozens of casualties. So she's the local hero today. She'll get some mention. She's being mentioned out in the news. She didn't have any intention of doing that. She just felt she should do that. Why? Was she the only one? I don't know. But she's certainly the hero right now. Women have also been the main target. That's an interesting thing. So, Inmar, God bless you. Reaching the heart of the Northeast, the sound of life. So, yesterday, Darren Mulligan, founder, singer for We Are Messengers, was in California. So, I'm talking to him at 11 Eastern Time. That's eight o'clock. Darren Mulligan right here. Big concert coming up at Goodwill. And I'm telling you, this is a big deal because he's not only with Cochrane and Company and Ben Fuller. Big concert right there. But uh, on the 9th, uh, right? You can check it all out on our website, the banner at soundoflife.org. And welcome, Darren. I got to ask you, I guess, about the beard. Right? the It's very obvious. What about that? Ah, uh, right? yeah. Listen,
1: I, I started growing it a couple of years ago and I realized, oh, this looks better because I've got a very pointy chin for this but
0: Oh, dear. Wow. I didn't know it if that was. No,
1: a- it's, just, it's just, I don't know. There's something about, you know, when you start losing your hair, you realize you have to have hair somewhere on your face so it should look like an
0: egg. So there you go. The beard worked out well. You know, I'm going through that myself. My wife doesn't like the facial hair, though, at all. I tried that over vacation, and, and just she said, no, I'll shave it off, so I'm stuck. So I just look like an egg. So count your blessings. I guess that's why I'm on the radio. Say, you're out there in the public. You've got to look good, and you do look good. No, there's,
1: there's nothing wrong with looking
0: like an egg. <laughs> well... I uh, was raised in North Carolina, Darren. So I have to ask you—you uh, know—how's Heidi and the kids? You got three kids, right? I uh, Four kids, actually. Um, I knew that. One of them,
1: <laughs> nah, no, it's okay, I man. No, one of them was born here in America, so we have. Well, there are three U.S. citizens in our family now because Heidi and I made our citizenship last week.
0: Oh, I meant to congratulate uh, you on that. Yes, congratulations. Oh uh, no, nah,
1: you're. Thank you. No, it's um. So you have River, our youngest. And then uh, I have three boys and a wee girl. So four kids. So we've, we've made a good
0: old family, a good
1: big family, and I, and I wouldn't have it any other way.
0: Now you guys live around Nashville somewhere, right? In Tennessee.
1: Yeah, well, we have been living in Tennessee, um, but we, we re- recently moved back home to Ireland. So right now I'm commuting back and forth to Ireland. But when I'm on a tour like this, you know, this tour is, you know, 39 cities. So this has taken me the guts of, of two months. So the majority of that is spent in America. So, like on my off days today, for example, I'm out riding. So, yeah, just trying to, trying to do the best I can to honor God, honor my family. And, and once this tour is finished, then we take a good block of time off. Wow.
0: Encouraging you on your ride to work. Whoa, get you going this morning, right? Joe Hunter on The Sound of Life. And a big event today in history, if you were around and remember that, 20 years ago, what was it? Um, oh, no, it wasn't that long ago. It was 13 years ago because it, it, they got out in 2010. Right, underground in a mine for just under 70 days. I can even fathom that. I am one of those, and maybe you're like me, that just does not, I'm not... I guess I'm claustrophobic. I just would not want to wake up and be underground that far. But all 33 of those miners in Chile were rescued. And the whole world watched this One by one, they came out and how they had the resilience and their wherewithal. It's one of the greatest human endeavors that have ever happened, I think, to be there that long, to stick together. Of course, they weren't without hope. You know, I mean, I don't know how long it took. One of the things they don't mention is how long did it take before... They, they realized where they were and they got an air hole to them so they, they could communicate, they could get fresh air and food and such. So life was imminent. And people have, oddly enough, I'm kind of getting off the track here a little bit, but it, it is interesting because people have looked at it like the Christian life here on earth, right? We know we're rescued. We know it's coming. We've got fresh air, if you will, you know. We've got the food of the Spirit. Right. The water and, and life-sustaining, but we're not out yet. We've still got a lot to endure. It's interesting. But we have to bring in, and who would have ever thought this, but an everyday situation, we've all been in a place like this before, but only Mr. Tim Hawkins can capitalize on an everyday situation. My wife and I
1: dropped our daughter off at the mall not too long ago. She was there to meet her friends and her friends weren't there yet. My daughter was distraught. She so was like, oh, my friends aren't here yet. Now I can't go shopping. I have to wait for them until I get here until I can't go shopping. My wife was like, I know, honey, that's the worst. Really? That's the worst. Can you imagine like those Chilean miners? Remember those Chilean miners a few years ago got stuck in that mine for like 30 days? You think they're down at mine going, Oh, no. (laughs) This is no good right here, man. We've been down in this mine for a long time, you know. We got no food to eat. We got no water to drink. (coughs) There's not a lot of air left to breathe. We may not live to see another day, my friend. The only thing that I can think of right now This is bad right now. The only thing that I can think of right now that could possibly be worse than this is, you know, sometime when you're at the mall and your friends aren't there to meet you yet and you want to go shopping but you can't so you gotta wait around on the curb for like 10 minutes or something. I tell you what,
0: this is bad, my friend, but that worst right there man. Uh, Your morning dose of encouragement the Cup of Joe morning show on the sound of life. On a personal note my car is looking really cool right now nothing that I did it's just the weather combination you see the car is gray it's kind of a dark gray not that really cool gray that everybody wants but it's one of those grays that says uh, I was a leased car you know for whatever years and (laughs) Managed to stay in pretty good shape, but the weather, the condensation—what is it? Explain that to me, somebody, scientist. Um, It's it's not anywhere on except on the hood. I'm sorry, on the uh, roof of the car. That's the only place it is, and I can see the roof of the car, and it creates this effect, this kind of a frosted kind of effect on the top that I would really like for the whole car to look like that. (laughs) <laughs> which would be, which would really look pretty cool, and it's it's cool because it doesn't last for very long. You know, it really doesn't. Cup of Joe Morning Show Hotline. Good morning, Erin. Anything good happened to you lately? Actually, yeah, a bunch of things. Uh, my daughter uh, went
1: astray for a while, and about a month ago, she she came back to the
0: family. So that was a blessing. That's a blessing. Yeah. Starting your day with a smile. It's the Cup of Joe Morning Show with Joe Hunter. So on this, not this day in history, but I guess a few months before that, way back in 1792, I mean, we were just a sliver of a country. They decided to move the capital of the country south to put it more central. As I moved it out of New York, created space out of, I guess, Maryland and uh, right there on top of Virginia and called it... Washington, D.C. How would you like to be George Washington and have the capital of the country named after you and you're standing right there? It's like, uh, guys, I can hear you. I, I know what you're doing, you know, but he actually showed up to lay the, the cornerstone of the White House that was going to be built right there, I guess, completed about eight years later, 1792, on this day, Washington, D.C. ceremony, overseen by George Washington. That's <laughs> incredible. The White House is always fascinating me because, you know, there's like six different levels and you look at it and go, what? <laughs> and, and it's really pretty remarkable how they kind of hide somehow. Obviously, a couple of them are underground but there's one right at the street level you don't normally see. When you see a, an image of the White House, you see two floors that mainly see. And the other thing that fascinates me, and I didn't know this for a longest time, is that the residence is really on the top. It's, it, a lot of it is where you would think the roof is. You know, it has a facade in front of it so you don't normally see it, but that's where the everyday activities happen that somebody living in their home. That's what it is right there. Because otherwise you can't take care of like 34 bathrooms all by yourself. You can't do that. It's pretty amazing. Or how many there are? I, I, I don't know. 35, something like that. John Adams, the first president to live there. Now, here's the weird thing. They say, now this is all about laying the cornerstone of this incredible building. Um, it, they say they laid the cornerstone... And it went missing the day after it was laid, and nobody's seen it since. So that is certainly, I think, fodder for some type of a movie, right? Finding the cornerstone of the White House. I would think so. The Cup of Joe Morning Show with Joe Hunter. Where do you suppose he came from? Your guess is as good as mine. The Sound of Life. I wanted to give a shout-out to Simone Biles. Not that she really needs one, but, you know, she just set the world's record. I don't know how many medals she's won. She's, I, I don't know. She's won, like, eight tournaments. You know, I mean, the gold medals, I, I don't even know if she knows how many. She's only in the 20s, I think. It's incredible. And one of the things that you'll notice, she she forever left her mark on her sport by changing the name. She didn't do it, but the people in charge of gymnastics have changed the name of the skills after her. (laughs) A couple of them were named after Yurchenko. There's this, uh, the half-on with two twists on the vault thing that they do where they run, and they hit it, boom and they go up in the air. It's inc- it's crazy. I mean, you watch them do it, and you're like, I, I don't think they did it. So Biles does, it's called Biles on the Vault. That's the half-on with two twists. Uh, the Yurchenko double pike is Biles 2 on vault. And then there's a thing they do on the balance beam, which is just phenomenal, is called the double twist. How do you be on a balance? Just keeping your balance is a big thing. But they jump up and do a double twist, double backflip, and land on the balance beam. Simone Biles does it. It's called the Biles on balance beam. So if you hear an announcer in the future, hey, that's the Biles on balance beam right there. Somebody else figured out how to do it. And I guess they will in the years to come. Triple twisting double backflip, which I've seen her do that on the floor exercise. Triple. How do you I the air doing triple twist. It's called Biles 2 on the floor. And there's one more, the double layout with a half twist. Sounds like an ice cream treat. It's called Biles on floor. Five skills named after a human being.